0: Hello, I'm Jason Ball and this is Friends with Friends, the podcast where we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one at a time. And I am once again joining my Friends with Friends, Jackie and Vanessa. Hi,
1: I'm Jackie Rodriguez. And as you should know, throughout the whole first season and now, I am the biggest Friends fan.
2: (laughs) And I'm Vanessa Martinez. And I'm the newbie, but not so much because I'm really loving Friends so far.
0: So far, so good. Awesome. (laughs) So this is the 34th episode, the 10th episode of season two, The One with Russ. It premiered on January 4th, 1996 to 32.2 million viewers. Jackie, give us a quick overview.
1: Yes. So Rachel and Ross are still not together and she doesn't feel anything towards Ross anymore. So she starts dating his doppelganger, Russ. Fun Bobby is back. He's dating Monica, but she encourages him to stop drinking, and he is no longer fun. Um, so <laughs> Joey gets a bad review and considers quitting acting, but then Days of Alive comes calling, but he has to do something in order to get the part.
0: All right. I didn't love this episode.
1: Yeah, it was kind of just like, um, I didn't love it either. I agree with you. It was just kind of like, okay, like you the anticipation of Rachel and Ross getting together, now they're just holding us off.
0: Well, the Ross yeah. stuff was weird. Did you guys like Ross?
2: No, I thought it was interesting. I feel like it was just uh, an episode to set the next episode or the previous one for something else up. Like I just it's
1: a transition kind of, I guess. Yeah. so you go. Yeah. So, yeah, because they they address right away. It's like you know Rachel addresses if she still has feelings for him, you know, and like she just doesn't. What I felt for Ross, it's just not there anymore. She says, and you guys are going to have to get used to. Me not being with Ross—that's what she says. So, it's kind of just like a throwaway. What are they going to do now? You know.
0: I mean, I think this is interesting from the uh, kind of behind-the-scenes aspect. So, Thomas Schlamme directed this episode, and he uh, also directed "Bad About You." But then went on to work on the Aaron Sorkin shows, uh, Sports Night, The West Wing. That's where I really know him from is from The West Wing. He was one of the big directors and producers for The West Wing. So it's interesting <laughs> that he started in on this. But he did this episode of the next episode, which the next episode I really liked. I can't wait to
1: talk about that. Yes. <laughs> See, I didn't know this director guy. I didn't even notice he directed
2: this. One thing I didn't uh, notice, well, when Russ said hi, that was also Ross's first line in the first episode was hi.
1: The hi. Yeah. Exasperated voice. Hi.
0: (laughs) And as far as wigs go, I think this one was a pretty good wig. This was much better than the wig where Monica got her haircut to look like Dudley Moore.
1: (laughs) Yes. Definitely agreed. I like how they make fun of, too, like when when Rachel is realizing, when they're in the same scene together, Ross and Russ, and she's realizing, you know, that they're the same person. I like that they make fun of how slow Ross talks. (laughs) (laughs) That's (laughs) true.
0: What do you mean
1: (laughs) because it's like they're picking up everybody's picking up on their own traits of their friends like chandler with his like could i be any more excited you know it's like the little like sing-song you know things that they all do and i like that they make fun of um of russ and ross for that so it was funny
0: at the end when rachel finally realizes that they're the same person. It is, that is very funny. That was probably the highlight of the the episode. (laughs)
2: Like
0: I'm going to throw up. (laughs) (laughs)
2: One thing though too that I noticed was all of the friends noticed how similar they were, but, Ross and Russ didn't realize how similar they were to each other.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And at first Rachel didn't notice either. She was like, I don't see it. And everybody's like, How can you not see it?
0: You know? <laughs> I didn't think it's funny that they're both doctors, but one's a periodontist and one's a paleontologist. Yes. But, I mean, I think it's interesting too that you know Barry is an orthodontist. Uh-huh. And you know, then uh, Russ is a periodontist. So she definitely has a thing for doctors slash dentists slash PhDs. Yes,
1: I know. She has a type. And is period periodontist, right, that's the, yeah. I had no idea what that was until they addressed it later. When it says this is doctor of the gums, that's like the smallest body part. You know, I'm like, I have no idea what that was. It's, <laughs> what it I mean, it's, a
0: dentist. it's just a specialty specialty in dentistry.
1: Yeah, specialty in dentistry. Yes. Yes. And then the way that they they wrap up the whole Ross and Russ thing after Rachel doesn't realize, you know, that she or Rachel after Rachel realizes what they're saying, Julie walks in.
2: <laughs> the best. That, yeah, that was like the perfect way to end it, I feel like. The perfect
0: way to bring her back and kind of put a bow on that and you know, it it gives us some like, oh, she'll be happy with Russ.
1: Yeah. Perfect. Exactly, because we didn't see the breakup with you know Ross and Julie, so this kind of like you said, it's a big up wrap up.
2: Did you guys notice at the end how um they credited Russ as Snarrow?
1: <laughs> I haven't <never laughs> noticed that. Yo,
2: they said what did it say, Snarrow, and then it said Russ, like played by that's Russ, right. or that's played by Snaro. Is. yeah. But I guess, I guess I'm uh. David Crane used to joke that snarl was his Croatian friend, and it turns out that Snara was a tribute to his friend, but it's also David's alias.
1: Oh. So I don't know where he
2: got snarl from. I guess it's the Croatian friend.
1: That's funny. So David's is friend. it like like Sasha Fierce with Beyonce? You know, it's like that, that other alias. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. cute. That's yeah. funny. should you, think you of have everything? an alias? No. Bonnet? I- Bonnet. Yeah. Bonnet. That's like your, that's what like a pet name.
2: <laughs> it's not an alter ego. No, not an alter ego though. Oh, no, I don't, I don't have an alter ego. I I wouldn't say I do.
1: No, yeah, You're just yourself, which is a lovely person. Don't worry. Thank <laughs> you. I don't oh, have you. an alter ego. No. Yaki? no. Yeah. Yaki. Yaki's my nickname. Cause the mm-hmm. Jackie in Spanish is pronounced as a Y. So a lot of my close friends call me Yaki. That's my, Instagram name and all of that and my email and all of that, but um, no, I don't have an alter ego. I mean, when my go-to karaoke, karaoke song is Eminem. Um, Lose oh, yeah. Yourself? Yes, Eminem, Lose Yourself. So when I go up there, I have Flowmaster J. And oh. <laughs> that I'd like to see
0: that. this? Is. Is.
1: Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's been a while, but I do. I remember when that song came out, me and my friend sat at the computer and learned the lyrics, and so, <laughs> but that's the only karaoke alter ego thing that I've ever referenced as myself, but in regular life, no. Jason, do you have one?
0: Um, No, not really.
1: I do hear that
2: people, like younger kids, have two Instagrams. Mm-hmm. One is like the regular, and then the other one is the, I don't know if it's an alter ego. I don't yeah. know. it's a finsta finsta.
1: Finsta. my niece corinne she is 17 but when she was around 15 16 she probably has it now but um they have these finstas so they have their official like postings of you know their family boyfriend friends and then a finsta that like make fun of stuff or to talk about each other behind each other's back, but it just creates more drama in her life. And I'm like, why do you have to have another Instagram? What is this alter ego you're doing?
0: (laughs) It's interesting. Keeping up with one is hard enough. Yes. Yes. And we have our, you know, friends with friends podcast Instagram page too. So that's, Two for all of us.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> so I guess that's the modern version of an alter ego is two Instagrams instead. Of, I don't know. <laughs> <That> makes sense. It <laughs> makes sense. Does it?
2: <laughs> not really.
1: I mean, I don't not for us. Stuff. What? Not for, not for, it doesn't make sense for us because we're not that generation, but for it's the- just more work. Yeah. <laughs> and it's more drama. Yeah, exactly. More drama. <laughs> all right, let's
0: take a quick break. Then we'll talk about uh, Joey's career, marinara sauce, and his agent. We finally, finally meet Estelle.
1: Yay, Estelle makes her debut. <laughs> <laughs> be right back. Bye. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret?
0: All right. We are back talking about the 34th episode of friends. The one with Russ. Uh, what's going on here? We got, uh, Joey Poor Joey. He's, you know, the the life of an actor ups and downs and he gets his bad review and, Poor poor Joseph Tribbiani.
1: (laughs) Poor Joe, yes. He gets this bad review in the newspapers. I like how in the very first scene of the episode, the friends are trying to find a good review and they can't find one. (laughs) (laughs) But this sets him off, you know, like questioning his career. But my whole highlight of this episode is the premiere, the debut of Estelle Leonard. (laughs) She's such a character. Estelle. 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 She's she's one of those iconic friends characters like Janice, you know, um that just has these has these like her emphasized mannerisms, you know, of a New Yorker, you know, and and the whole like Cigarettes and her whole look with the makeup and the hair—I just loved every part of her. You know, she plays it so well. I like how they emphasized the part with the cigarettes. Yeah, uh, she was done talking,
2: and they made sure to zo- like do almost zoom in on it and open it.
1: Yes. Yeah. What, is that? Oh. what is that thing called? Like the where she opens it and then she pulls out another cigarette. That, that was hilarious. For straws, right? That thing's normally made for straws. Yeah, right. that's it. Yeah.
0: And then it's cool for guys. I love how she dramatically puts it out in her coffee, too.
1: (laughs) And then how she's, like, so ecstatic for Joey to get his Days of Our Lives audition. Have you ever seen me excited? Well, here it is. And then she, like, barely smiles. (laughs) (laughs) It was, like, a forced smile. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but it's like she leads it up.
0: Here it is. <laughs> but don't forget, she was also in another. Ep- the actress June Gable played the nurse and the one with the birth.
1: Yeah, I never realized that until we brought it up in that, in yeah. that podcast. I never. It's a
0: very different character. You wouldn't even recognize her with all the yeah, you know, the hair and the makeup and all that. So <laughs> yeah. and now she goes on to play this. How many episodes is she in? She's in a lot. She I mean
1: she's throughout the whole entire
0: series. So she's in eleven episodes total.
1: pretty that's a lot yeah that's pretty good
0: from 94 to 2003 so she was she's definitely a recurring character
1: oh yeah she's in until the very last season there's something that happens and then yeah it's a memorable episode from that one too one
2: thing about uh i found out about her name the character estelle leonard it's more of like inside ballpark but there's a sorority called alpha chi omega i was a sorority i was not in that one but I knew of that one. Um, but I found out that they there was a writer who was in that sorority and on the and writing for the show Friends, and she named the character Estelle Leonard because that was one of the founders of her sorority. And there's also oh. a bunch of little um, liars, which is the the symbol for the sorority, hidden throughout Monica's apartment and oh. other Easter
1: eggs. Oh, in that very inside baseball. <laughs> yeah. What's I, a fire? It, it's a symbol, it's like a little it's,
0: harp, it's like a hand a
1: harp. harp. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I was not in any sororities at Cal State Fullerton, so I didn't, I don't know. All this stuff. <laughs> yeah. so I do, you pointed it out,
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember like doing research for the show, and I was like, Oh, what is that?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was
2: like, Oh, too bad it wasn't mine, but it's okay.
0: It <laughs> <laughs> <That's> wasn't <laughs> really interesting, I didn't know that. I love how. The writers do put all these little easter eggs in or these like inside jokes and you know things that are special to them and and it's interesting
1: yeah it makes it their own kind of and maybe that gives it the feel that it is you know like they put their own into it so it just kind of relates it back to what we watch you know
2: yeah like this and then the the part where um ross tries to get back with rachel by dedicating the song Mm -hmm. and they say that name avery Mm -hmm. that's martha kaufman Yep, Avery Mashashiach. She has a relationship to that.
1: Yeah. That's pretty cool. That is cool. That is cool.
2: But I mean, less fun Bobby. Like, he's just dull. Yeah, fun
1: Bobby. I like how they call him fun Bobby, and he's not fun. And this is where he's oh, he fun. He's
0: fun when he's drinking. He's just yes. you know, can't be drinking all the time.
2: Yeah. Have you guys had any friends who were fun Bobby like?
0: I know lots of people like that.
1: <laughs> Personally, not my close friends, but I do know people that do, like, have a different personality when they do drink. But, I mean, my close friends are all pretty stable, but, yeah. They're stable. <laughs> <laughs> They're
0: stable. I knew, like, the twist on it at the end where, you know, he breaks up with Monica because she's drinking too much, and she's drinking too much because she can't be around him when he's sober.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just... He just his hardware story and like, it's just what, like what? It's It's almost like he's just so depressed. Yes. Like he needs, he needs to spend more time on why he drinks, you know, like think about that. And he needs, it's, it's good that he's kind of taking initiative though,
0: you know, back to Joey though. I think this episode actually gives us another insight into Joey's character because Joey's a womanizer, but when it comes to part of him having to sleep with a woman for, to get a part, he's like, I'm not doing that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know. I thought, I I mean, he he wants, he has the right intentions, you know, like you said, he is a womanizer. He has the right intentions, but it just doesn't, he doesn't know how to navigate, how to go about this, you know? Yeah, and I feel like that's interesting too, because to this day you hear about a lot
2: of actors who are up and coming and actually make it. And then you hear, oh, I had to do this to get the part. Mm-hmm. So it's almost still kind of relating to today, mm-hmm. um, oh. as far as like people trying to make it in the in the world and the acting world.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And then Estelle even confirms it. Yeah, you yeah. have to believe with it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then he says no at first. And then they offered him a bigger part. Right. <laughs> and that's where Dr. Drake Remora is born.
0: <laughs> Drake Remora
1: Drake is born. Yes. Can't yes. wait to see more of that. Oh, you, yeah. It, it, he plays this character throughout the whole series. So, Did you have any favorite lines? Mine um, is Estelle. It's when she says, Joey, have you ever seen me ecstatic? No. Well, here it is. That's my favorite line. <laughs> just because it encompasses her is just and her whole scene that she had. I just loved her debut in this episode.
2: My favorite part was when Joey went up to the crew and told him, "Hey guys, I got a part in you no know, days of our lives." And Chandler kind of says, "We could all sleep together and one of us could get amnesia" when kind of describing the type of role he might have
1: yeah yeah, the days of yeah that i
2: think was one of the jokes i've liked from chandler so far
1: <laughs> just one <laughs> i think i like phoebe more oh okay yeah okay.
0: Phoebe has good lines uh, the couple scenes that i liked a lot were when rachel realizes that ross and Russ were the same person that that was very funny and then um I liked when Chandler walks in and Joey's depressed and he's making marinara sauce and he's made you know tons and tons of it. It's even in the cookie jar. <laughs> <laughs> he's so, like stress cooking. I thought that was very cute. And yet, you add Joey's marinara sauce to the – I hope that's in the friend's cookbook.
1: Yes, yes. I'm sure it is because there's so many cooking recipes from this show. So I'm yeah. excited to see what they're going to put in that. So
0: And I, I love the ending. I thought the ending was – Like, what do you do with these two characters? Oh, you just get them off. You know, they'll, you know, and they don't just the way they look, Julie and uh, Russ look at one another. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. Very, very clever
1: ending. Yeah, it is clever. Yeah,
0: I agree. Okay. So speaking of Julie and the end of her story arc, we have a very exciting episode coming up. We're going to meet Lauren Tom. Tom. Are you excited about this?
1: Yes, slowly but surely we're getting to all the people who are part of Friends. Ross's
0: <laughs> first girlfriend, so we're gonna have a lot of good conversation with her uh, coming up in the next episode. Be interesting to see what she tells us about behind the scenes at Friends.
1: Can't wait! Remember to follow us on Instagram at Friends with Friends Podcast and just subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Give us five stars
2: and nice comments.
0: All right, see you next time.